Australia. How are you going? How are you going? I hope you're right. It is Thursday, November 2nd, all day. Jeez, I'd hate to be a tin in about, I don't know, 45 minutes. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called CodeBet. You can find that at codebet.com.au. Uh, you can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, CodeBet Daily, Fox Sports Lab NFL. What else? Oh, that's probably it for the moment. Here in the CodeBet Studios, a.k.a. the James Clements Excellence in Podcasting Memorial Studio, uh, big, big day of the NBA to get through today. So we're going to plow through an absolute crap ton of NBA Australia game wraps. We've got That's Not a Knife, All Mate, No Mate, Spud of the Night, Better Than Lonzo Ball, The Magic Tweet of the Day. It's everyone's favourite new topic. I love it. Uh, we've got Yeah Nazi on Popular Opinion of the Day. Now back takehouse where we're serving up. A flame grill take. Uh, we've also got the return of great moments in NBA Australia stat history because today's an apocryphal day. I'll tell you that much. Stay tuned for that one. Uh, and a big set of game previews for tomorrow where the Friday slate is actually kind of chockers for a Friday. It's usually two or three games. I think we've got four. That's good. All right. So no skit to finish off, but that's okay. Let's get into it. Episode 976 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. Better watch out for the raptor attack for Sam Neill. Or, uh, for that matter, the Bucks. Jeez. Did they get shit pumped today? I'll tell you that much. Oh, you bastards. You hate to see it. The Bucks and the Nugs both go down today. Absolute chaos gear. Anyway, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the daily. That's right. It's a whip around. I don't have the whip button in this studio, so I've got to do it by myself, you see. And it was pretty good. George, Jim, you do a good whip crack, I'll tell you. That's right, I do. Anyway, any news from today? Uh, not actually a giant amount. It's still sort of just, you know, the James Harden aftermath, which is usually just a bunch of skeet on the floor and, like, stripper glitter and probably some, like, gnawed on chicken wings. So... Uh, the aftermath of James Harden this time is much more like everybody going, nah, man, James Harden is like really stoked to win a title. It's like, yeah, cool. In 2014 or now? Like, I don't know, man. This is great. It's like, yeah, he's joining the Clippers with one goal in mind, and that's to win an NBA championship. And if he has to sacrifice, he will. It's like, oh, yeah. So just like all the times he sacrificed beforehand and that worked out. Sure. Sure. I do love it. Lawrence Frank gargling James Harden's balls like he's some poor Houston stripper. Uh, James Harden should have been an all-star last year, said Lawrence Frank around James Harden's nuts. But he's a time-time all-star. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop doing that because it's weird. Uh, he's an elite skill set and all he cares about is one thing, himself. No, he wants to win a championship for the LA Clippers. I mean, he wanted to win a championship with the Houston Rockets. He wanted to win a championship with the Brooklyn Nets. He wanted to win a championship with the Philadelphia 76ers. What makes you different? This is just absolute, I can change him kind of gear, isn't it? From the Clippers. Great job, everybody. You're just covering yourself. 
Instrip of glitter and scoot. Uh, Devin Booker, uh, we're going to find out about his availability for tomorrow's game uh, against the Spurs. But still nothing serious about that. And they were sort of talking about whether or not Beal is going to be keen. Doesn't really matter. It's kind of like, okay, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. But that's kind of it in terms of the news. So let's get to the game raps. 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 That's right, the game raps. What a day. What a day. We had so much shit go down. I think 13 games all in all. Very fun. Very well. The Trailblazers beat the Detroit Basketball Pistons 110-101. And if you were shocked by that result as well as I, then yeah, it's because Portland is shit. But they won by nine. How'd they do that, Jim? Well, they kicked the fuck out of the Pistons in the second half. Really, Jim? Yes. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. The uh, Pistons scored 42 points in that entire second half. Uh, last time I checked, 42 is less than 63. That's right. They're outscored by 21 points in the second half. Cade Cunningham at 30. Didn't matter because Shaden and sharp goes bang. His best game of the season with 29 and 7. He's going to pop up again later. Uh, but it was just a weird game. Detroit shot 44%. They didn't have the most improved player in the league so far. Jalen Duran. Uh, Killian Hayes absolutely sputtered it up. He's going to pop up later. And uh, the unbalanced nature of this team very much came to the fore as Portland sort of ran fucking rings around him. So, yeah, you get that on the big jobs. Uh, what else? Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant is out there going, I've got to show up against my old team, man. Check it out. 24 points. What else did he do, Jim? Not fucking much. One rebound, zero assist. That's the Jeremy Grant game to a T. Right, a couple of big ones today. The Raptors upset the Bucks 131-11. This was chaos. Malik Beasley drops 20. He goes off. Nobody else does shit for the Bucks. 15 for Dame Lillard. He took nine shots. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I'm watching this going, he is on the court, right? He's not injured, is he? The answers were no and no and yes. In what order? I'm not entirely sure. 16-4-2 for Giannis Antetokounmpo. But on the flip side, Toronto, what an absolute burn burner. No one missed. They shot 51 and 91. Siakam had 26, 6 and 7, 16 on 7 of 7 shooting from the OG Ananobi. Scoob had 21, 12 and 5. He had 8 of 16 shooting. And Dennis Schroeder, I am German Rondo. Had a good one too. 9 of 13 for him. 24, 4 and 11. Bucks, look, you're going to get these stinkers, but now they're uh, dead last in offense uh in defense and gave up 130 points 60 percent shooting to a toronto team that's previous high score this season had been 114 that's fucked seriously they managed 91 against the blazers like two days ago what the fuck actually i don't even think that was two that might have been yesterday what the hell yeah that's bullshit you guys stink. No, it was two days ago. I was right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the Hawks beat the piss out of the Wizards as well, 131-21. Jeez, Jim, that's not much of a piss beating. It really was because the Hawks put the fucking cue in the rack. They're up by 21 in the fourth quarter. Uh, DeJunte Murray, 24-8. and eight. Trey Young was pretty bloody good as well. Uh, what did he have? 23-10. 23 for DeAndre. Hannah as well. Uh, Jordan Poole had 13 points on 13 shots. Just everybody going, yep, we saw the we saw the highlight, Jordan. And he's like, oh, God. Uh, this game was over. 
and stayed over. Coos and Red, 25-9 and 6, whatever. Washington stink. Atlanta, big win. Indy got absolutely fucking killed. He got straight killed by the Boston Celtics. Look, Indy didn't have Tyrese Halliburton. They scored uh, 104 points. You're like, geez, that's not too bad, man. 104, yeah. What did Boston put up? I don't know. Only the second highest number in franchise history. This is the Boston Celtics. They've been around since, I don't know, the fucking, it was BC, right? That's what it's for, before Celtics. That's what I was always told. Anyway, uh, 155. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Not only did you have eight players in double figures, you had eight players, I think seven players go for 15 or 13 or more, which is just fucking nuts. And the uh, one that actually didn't get to 15 out of those players was the Extreme Zinger Meal. Extreme Zinger Meal. That's all right. Um, Awesome game with the Celtics. They shot 57%, 57% from three as well. That's fucked. 20 out of 35 from downtown. Indy, you know you can guard them, right? They went 5 of 37 themselves from downtown, the Indiana Pacers. 5 of 37. Who do they think they are? Me? Jesus, that's fucking horrible. Out-rebounded by 26? My lord. Stop it. He's already dead. But, yeah, the Pacers didn't have uh, Tyrus Halliburton. I did actually, I think, point this out during the preseason NBA Australia over-unders. Indiana's like over-under felt pretty doable, right? The only pause for concern I had was if like Halliburton misses fucking any time. This team falls apart. Guess what happened today? They fell apart! Simple as that. Anyway, paces 2-2. Two and two. Boston moved to 4-0. Big win. Then Brooklyn Nets. That's right. Big come from behind win over Miami, 109-105 without Spencil. Spencil! Dinwiddie, awesome game. 21 for Mikael Bridges. Benny, Box Hill Benny Simmons, four points, 11 rebounds, five assists. But it was the bench. Armoni Brooks, five or six from downtown for him. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, also had 17. They both had 17. But really, it was the Nets shooting 16-36 from downtown. That's fucking nuts for that team, uh, considering they don't really have like the world's greatest array of three-point shooting. But Dorian Finney-Smith went three of five. Royce O'Neal goes two of five. Bridges and Cam Thomas actually went two of seven both. So that's what, four of 14 between them. So well done, everybody else. Like seriously, fucking hell. Uh, but otherwise, look, tough one for the heaters. 20 and seven for Butler. 21-14 for Bam. And 30 for there goes my hero, Tyler Hero, who shot six of 10 from downtown. Not bad, not good enough. Dickhead. Nice bucket hat. Uh, they outscored them by 12 in the fourth quarter. The Nets just sort of muscled them out of the way and stayed up. It was very impressive. Very cool. Good win to move to two and two. The Heat dropped to one and four. Uh, Cleveland. That's right. Cleveland, 95. The New York Knickerbockers of New York City, 89. This game fucking sucked. 34.8% shooting from the Knicks. Seriously, what the hell is that? They went 5 of 30 from 3. This is gouge your eyes out shit. 20th, they missed 10 free throws. No J, no RJ Barrett, but the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers didn't have Darius Rucker, Judy Garland. Jalen Brunson had 24 of the worst points you'll ever see. Uh, what was that, Jim? Well, he shot 8 of 23. Kobe! Uh, really, it was bad. Not as bad as Julius Randle. Julius, he had 6, 6, and 4. 
Earn that money, Julius. Earn that money. He shot three of 15. Guess what? Spoiler alert, he's going to pop up again later for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mobley wasn't bad. 14, 8, and 5 with two steals, two blocks. Uh, the Donnie Mitchell explosion in the garden was pretty good. He started off absolutely on fire and did enough in the second half to uh, push the Knicks away and keep them at bay. 30 points, six rebounds, four assists for him. He did have the five turnovers, but he did go six of 15 from downtown. So... Not bloody bad, man. They got my sweet baby Karis Levert back as well, 19 and 6 and 5 from him. Loved it. Looking good. Good bounce back by the Cavs uh, following yesterday's weird loss to these same Knicks. So they w- lost to the Knicks at home the very next day, flew out, well, that night, flew over to New York and beat the Knicks in New York. Help me make it make sense. I can't. Anyway, good job, Cleveland. The Knicks just had an absolute Barry Crocker shocker. The Pelicans were the Pelicans and not the Pelicans today. 110, they beat the Thunder 106. CJ McCollum, bloody good. He went off and it was kind of weird. They had no real answer. Like Chet played a fucking belter. Zion was within spinning distance of a triple-double. SGA had 20 on 20 shots. He had eight assists though, five boards, three steals. Giddy, 15 points on 15 shots. Not ideal. Wouldn't mind seeing him get to the free throw a little bit more. Yeah, Jalen Williams with 18 and 8. But Chet, fuck, he's fun. 19, 11 and 2 for the stick insect. But it just wasn't enough. Like, the Pelicans just stuck around all game. After, I think it was like 33, 14 in the first quarter. Uh, they then just put the hurt on them. Stuck around, kicked their ass down the stretch. Boom, win the game. Big win for the Pels that are now 3-1. and one. They've missed Spindles Ingram the last two games. They got 29-11 and 11 out of CJ today. Good stuff. He and Zion, let's go. Zion had 20-10-8. Fun times. Good win by the Pels. 3-1, and 3-2 for the Thunder. The Rockets and the Hornets played a game that, even if you're in, like, one of these players' families, like, do you watch this one? Like, do you? They combined for 83 points in the fourth quarter. 83 in a quarter. It was 41 to 42. The Rockets score 128 all up. The Hornets go for 119. And it's without LaMelo really doing the world's most amount of damage. Like He wasn't bad. He had 19 and 5, but he had one a rebound and not much else. It was like PJ Hamilton, Washington with 23. 17 for Gordy Hayward. He's still alive. 21 for Scary Terry Rousey. And... They couldn't stop Houston. Like, if you can't stop Houston, you can't fucking stop anybody. Seriously. Jalen Green, 6 of 16 for 23 points. Fred Van Vliet of the fight in Van Vliet's goes for five threes and 22 and 11. 19 for Shengun. 20 for Dylan Brooks, the world's most annoying bastard. And 17, 6 and 4 for Jabari Smith Jr. And it was good to see the Rooster back out there as well. Jock Landale. Rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, Landale. <laughs> Big cock jock, 4 and 5 for him. Good job. Good win by the Rockets. They finally get one on the board. That's their first win. No shit. One and three. Uh, one and three. And the Hornets, same. The Wolves. That's right. They punked the Nugs. Punk the Nugs definitely sounds like something you did during uni, right? What did you do the, uh, the other night? Oh, we're at this party. We punked some Nugs. It's like, what is that? Well, it's when you like do nangs but underwater. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that sounds fucking awesome. Let's go. Anyway, uh, how'd you die, Jim? Oh, uh, yeah, doing nangs underwater. Um, Timberwolves, 110. Nugs, 89. Chaos game. 
Nicola, yeah, Catala goes for 25 and 10 as per usual. But Aaron Air Gordon, 18 minutes because of foul trouble. Jamal Murray, 14 points on 16 shots. Literally, Joker and Jamal are the only ones in double figures. That's uh, that's a paddling. 39% shooting, 6 of 33 from downtown. And the Wolves, I mentioned this on yesterday's show. They've actually won five of six at home against the Nuggets, um, who did beat them 4-1 in the playoffs last year. But the Wolves just sort of have their number when playing in Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Rudy Gobert couldn't hit a shot, which is pretty weird considering he's 7 foot 20, Rudy, you fucking French dipshit. But seriously, 4-12, and 12, he shot 0 of 7. 0 of 7. You're seven foot two, dickhead. Just put it in the fucking hoop. Uh, Mike Conley had 17 and six, 24 for Ant-Man. Uh, but really, Naz Reed was really fucking good at this one. It's one of those ones where you go, oh, Jimmy had 16 points. Yeah, but he fucking kicked the Nuggets' ass from end to end. So good job. Good win by the Wolves over the reigning champs. The Nuggets now drop to four and one. The Wolves get to two and two. They needed that. The Mavericks beat the piss out of the Bulls in the end. This game was really close. 114-105. Ran away with it right at the end. Awesome game. No sort of uh, real cohesion in this game. You didn't have Kyrie again for the uh, for the Mavericks. It didn't matter. Hardaway had this awesome and one that put them uh, put them up down the stretch. Grant Williams had twenty five, hit seven threes. What the fuck? That's a career high for Grant Willie. Not bad, bro. Not bad. Uh, but Hardaway, the lesser, had seven threes as well to go uh, in his twenty four points. And literally, they ran it off with a 10-2 run, and it was absolutely unreal. Like, Luca didn't have to do everything in this one. I think he had 18 and 10 um, and couldn't buy a fucking three. What was he, one of eight? Yeah, one of eight. Uh, so he had 18, 7, and 10. And, yeah, it was just lucky that fucking Grant Williams and Tim Hardaway, the lesser, went ham. And because of that, because of two dudes hitting seven threes each, geez, what do you reckon? Oh, I think they shot okay from three overall. That's right. They went 20 of 48. That's uh, not bad. Not bad. The Bulls, look, far be it from me to dump on Patch Williams, but I'm going to dump on Patch Williams because he's shit. He's just bad. Like, have you ever seen a basketballer who doesn't really know how to play basketball? Just watch Patch Williams a little bit more. Just saying. Uh, DeMar DeRozan there had 16 and 7, 21 and 20 for Big Vooch. And 22 for Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine, but nothing else going for this Bulls team. Like, Jevion Carter at 12, but God damn, this team just stinks. I hate this Bulls team with a passion. Can you tell? I'm fucking blinded by rage over here. Uh, Kobe, Kobe! White had 4 or 12 shooting for 10 points. Just he stinks as well. I'm off the Kobe White train. I love his idea. I love the vibe of him. Cool hair, bro, but yeah. That dude is not good. Derek Lively as well, the rookie, 17, 13, and 6. He's fucking a weapon every two to three games. Uh, the Jazz shit pumped the Grizzlies because they fucking suck. The Grizzlies dropped to, oh, well, actually, to put a bow on that Mavs one, they're 4-0 and now. 2-3 and three for the Bulls. Jesus, 133-109. The Jazz kicked the crap out of the Grizzlies. I mean, what do you need to know? Colin, the sex man, Sexton had 23. Jaron Jackson Jr. for the flip side, he had 19. 21 for Desmond Boone. Uh, but nothing else really going. Telling Horton Tucker, it's like, I don't know, we're we going to keep pretending like he's actually a good point guard. Five turnovers and seven assists. Just saying. 20 today for Jordan Jeremy Clarkson, 19 and 11 for Larry. That's a girl's name, Markinen. But this team, uh, look, 
good on the Yaz for getting this big win. I'm very proud of them. <laughs> but the Grizzlies are shit. They fucking stink. Marcus Smart, 11 points and 11 shots, 1 of 7 from downtown. Zaire Williams, no one's convinced if he can play basketball or not. It's just weird. Anyway, Grizzlies 0 and 5. Yaz, 2 and 3. Kings, Warriors, an absolute blinder. Clay Thompson with the game winner. Demata Sabonis, a.k.a. the Suvlaki King, 23-11 and 8. And the Warriors pull one out their ass. This was back and forth all game. You had Davion Mitchell starting a point guard in place of Darren Fox. Uh, you had Sabonis shredding, as I said, 23-11 and 8. Not bloody bad, man. Malik Monk dropping 16. And they nearly, nearly, nearly beat the Warriors because Steph, what? It was a kind of quiet game for him. 7-15 for 21. Four threes. Draymond, 13-9 and nine assists. 15 for Dario, the homie Saric. He hit 3-5 of five from downtown. Clay Thompson was playing like dog shit, it felt like, for most of this game. And then hit the game winner. Just top of the key. Boom. You had the curry bucket before that. Absolutely chaos end of this one. Go and rewatch it. It was fun as shit. Really enjoyed it. Like The Warriors went 11-31 from three. The Kings go 11-35. They just sort of did a little bit more damage inside. Wiggins was pretty handy as well, 14 points for him. They had 17 turnovers that kept the Kings in it. And the Kings without Darren Fox just didn't quite have that killer absolute fuck you down the stretch. And it turns out the Warriors did. So good win by the Warriors. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, they're now 4-1. and one. Kings dropped a 2-2. Two and two. And finally, Clippers Lakers overtime. Clippers win their first game since 2020 against the Clippers. No James Harden because, uh, I don't know, it takes four days to get all the stripper glitter out of your beard, all that raspberry-scented lube. Jeez. As a man with a big beard myself, I can uh, I can relate. Not so much of the stripper glitter and everything, maybe more so the wings. Uh, the Lakers hold on to win 130-125, basically just because of some really rambunctious AD LeBron gear down the stretch. Austin Reeves and one in overtime. He had some moments today. Uh, the Clippers, Rusty Westbrook kept the minute. He had 24, 11 and eight. He went three, six from downtown shot, nine and 21. Kawhi, 38, six and five, 35 for Paul George went six and nine. Nice from three. Just wasn't enough. Norm Powell had 12 points, but went 0 of 4 from downtown. Bones, he went 0 of 3 from downtown. Literally outside of Rusty Paul George and uh, Kawhi, no one, and oh, yeah, no one hit a three. Like everybody else missed every three they took, which was Powell, Brown, and Bones. Not ideal. Just saying. Just saying. But when you're playing. LA and Anthony Davis, 27 and 10 for him, four blocks, played his ass off. Every time he fucking has a whinge or falls over, you're like, well, he's dead. No, he's still back up. Uh, 27 for D'Lo. Awesome game by D'Lo. Look, I calls it how I see it. I hate D'Lo, but that was a good game. 27 points, 10 and 19, 3 of 7. He did try a floater right at the end of regulation where it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It was such a bad shot, but anyway. LeBron James is the story here for me. 35, 12, and 7. Two blocks of steel. Went four of eight from three. Did miss five free throws, but we're not going to shit on him here. He went 13 and 19 from the floor. Awesome game. The dude's 38. What is going on here? That is just fucking stupid, isn't it? I mean, come on, man. So awesome win by the Lakers. Huge win, too. They needed that. Three and two. 
Clippers are three and two. Awesome game. Go and rewatch this. The overtime was awesome. The end of regulation was fucking sick. Reeves ends up with 15, 7, and 7. What a weapon. 10 for Christian Wood with 11 rebounds. He also just played some horrible defense where you're like, just, he does understand that the team just doesn't, the other team will shoot the ball, right? He can lift his arms up, right? We all know how this works. What the fuck? Anyway, good stuff. Let's do an NBA Australia approved performance of the night. Once I find the button. <laughs> Nice. That's a nice. We just matched him. LeBron James, 35, 12, and 7. 38 years old. That's fucking like I groan getting off the couch. LeBron's putting up 35, 12, and 7 in an NBA game in the year 2023. That's fucked. Grant Williams, career high 25. Love that. 21, 12, and 5 for Scotty Barnes. Wanted to like, oh, geez, Jim, you don't often give the. That's not enough to a bloke who had 21, 12, and 5. Scoob fucking tore apart the Bucks. 8 of 16, 4 of 6 from 3. Amazing game. Jason Tatum, 30, 12, and 4 in only 26 minutes. What? Hey, kids, want to see a dead body? Yeah, that's the Indiana Pacers. Bang! And, of course, the, the actual the NBA Australia pre performance, that's not a knife. Clay Thompson just went, yeah, that's a fucking knife. Clay, that's a that's a sailor's hat. No, no, no. It's a knife and a game winner. In your face. God, it was good. Clay just turns around, stops and pops. Skadoosh, top of the key. Game winner. Bang. In between two kings. That's a fucking knife. Right, what about spot of the night? Spud, 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 Spud of the night. Plenty of spuds in attendance this evening. You had three or 15 for Randall. Uh, hey, how's Julius Randall's season going? Oh, he's shooting 27% from the floor. Yeah, that's uh, not good. <laughs> five of 14, four of 15, four of 10, five of 22, and three of 15. Julius, what are you doing, mate? Two of 11 for Michael Porter Jr., 0 of 5 from downtown. Uh, one of eight for Blopez. He went 0 of 4 from downtown as well. Jaime Hawkins and Josh Richardson, one of nine each for the heaters. Just spuds. Spuds as far as the eye can see. You had a pair of French spuds as well. Would that make them French fries? I don't know. Weird. Uh, Rudy Gobert, Estavo Tabur, goes 0 of 7. Killian Hayes goes 0 of 6. Patch Williams, I mentioned him earlier. Just, he's just bad. 0 of 6. He had fucking three rebounds, I think. He just... Out there, he's only 22. Feels like he's been in the league for 40 years and still runs around like a fucking chook with its head cut off. It makes no sense. Uh, who else? We had the duck man, Luke Kennard, one of nine from the floor. Oh boy. Two of 11. I mentioned that for Mikael Porter Jr. And uh, four of 19 for Cam Thomas. It's not 30 points. I'm just saying. Not saying. Not good. Unfortunately, no one hit the magical number, so we don't get to say that today or play the drop. Oh, that's just sad. Who's old mate, no mates? Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? I became obsessed with the James Harden introduction video to the Clippers locker room because that video that doesn't contain Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, it is the very definition 
of, no, he's your fucking mate, right? Hey, did you invite him? No, he's your mate, right? No, no, you're gonna be. You're taking the pit. He's your fucking mate because everybody in that video is like, "All right, g'day, how are you, man? Nah, good to see you. Nah, this isn't fucking weird at all. I think someone said it's like seeing the ex at a party. You're like, uh, do we have to say hi? This is just uncomfortable and fucking weird. And I feel like Russell Westbrook just touched the end of his dick a little bit too. I'm just like, what was that handshake? Like, what do you? Were you literally lightly cupping his balls? Like, who do you, who are you, Lawrence Frank? Like, what is happening here? Like, Norm Powell is just like, all right, James is here. Fucking rad. Terrence Mann is like, just barely looks up from his phone. Terrence Mann is like texting a mate going, yeah, this fuckhead's here. God, I hope he knows some strippers here that aren't just like the worst. <laughs> uh, but speaking of which, that's like the classic old mate, no mates, walks into the locker room, no one looks up. Like, all the staffers are lined up. Everybody who was a player is like, Oh, yay. James Harden is here. Huzzah. Anyway, other he's your mate, old mate, no mates, Norm Powell. Now, you might go, Jimmy, this is a pantsing of the night. It's also a bit of an old mate, no mates combo. It is a he's your mate. No, he's your fucking mate. And he got pants because Norm Powell got crossed up and absolutely smoked by Austin Reeves. Now, not to be all, I don't know, treading into waters lightly, but you can't get crossed up by a white dude. Like, just to be, you just can't. Like, let's be honest. Norm, everybody in that locker room is like, <laughs> you got crossed up by Austin Reeves? Ah, shit. So that's a bit of a pantsing. Austin Reeves crossed him into oblivion, snapped his ankles, and then he got tripped up by Anthony Davis as well. Um, so that's a pantsing and a he's your, he's your fucking mate. Oh, you talking about your mate over there, Norm? The guy got crossed up by Austin Reeves. Yeah, he's your fucking mate. Pantsing the night as well. The Wizards throwing it off the backboard for an alley-oop. That's a self-pantsing of the highest degree. You're down 20 in the third quarter. What are you fucking doing? Jesus. Have some respect. It's the Ricky Davis corollary. Anyway, better than Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you gonna get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Shaden fucking sharp. I mentioned him earlier in that Pistons-Blazers game uh, where you could have probably a couple of other ones in this one too, but God, he was good. 29 points. He shot 9 of 16, goes 3 of 6 from downtown, 8 of 10 at the free throw line. Uh, very, very, very good. And better than Lonzo Ball for the simple fact that, like, Lonzo. He's not playing, obviously. But how many times do you remember a Lonzo sort of stat line where it's the 29, 7, and 5? It's like, well, not very often, man. Not very often. Um, and the 8 to 10 of the free throw line is the sort of one that puts it over the edge. So great job by our man, Shaden Sharp. God, he looks fucking fun to play with as well. He is a human highlight reel. Anyway, let's talk about the magic tweet of the day. Bring. I don't have the drop for it, but this is one I was going to mention at the top, but I thought I'd save it for this one because magic actually says it very nicely. Rest in peace to Hall of Fame basketball coach Bobby Knight! Exclamation point. Oh, God. I remember when he came to recruit me in Everett High School right after they went 32-0 and won the national championship in 1976. 
1,200 students skipped class that day because they wanted to catch a glimpse of the legendary coach Knight. A true champion! Exclamation point. Cookie and I are praying for the entire Knight family and all of his loved ones. Prayer hands emoji. It sucks that Bobby Knight died, of course. It's not very good. Old dude, you get it. Sometimes it happens. But it's very sad. But seriously, for Magic to say, rest in peace to Hall of Fame basketball coach Bobby Knight, exclamation points. <laughs> what are we doing? That's amazing. So what do we say? Thanks, Magic. All right, let's do some yeah, nahs right after. I want to say this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You listen to NBA Australia. And you're listening 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 to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do some ENRs brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Uh, thank you to the actual people who bought a bit of merch. That's awesome. The hoodies, the T-shirts, they're all there. Click through on the socials. Check them out, nbaaustralia.com slash shop. Uh, the dog is doing okay. I actually got a call from the vet today. Uh, i got to go in there again tomorrow morning. Uh, take Larry in. We'll figure out his uh, treatment plan and shit. Like, fuck, it's sad though, isn't it? The poor little guy is just like, I'm okay, on I, Jobby? And I'm like, yeah, you'll be all right, buddy. You'll be all right. Ah, oh, breaks your fucking heart. He will be all right, though. So I just have no idea how much his medication is going to fucking cost. But he'll be all right. I will fucking run through brick walls for that dog. He is a legend. He is my fucking, sh- he is my shadow. So he's like the uh, Jay Riotard song. I'm not actually using a hard R like I'm fucking Chris Broussard. It's just. Jay Riotard. He was awesome. Um, my Shadow. Absolute banger of a tune. Anyway, uh, go check out the NBA Australia shop. And actually, I got some really nice messages about that as well. Read the dog. And thank you all. You're all legends. Right, let's do some yeah, nahs. Are the Mavs for real yet? Jim, do you appreciate it? Yeah, nah. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate a team that'll put up 122 and a half points a game. That's fucking gnarly. Because when the opposition only averages 113 and a half, you're doing something right. Uh, that is what the third highest mark, I think, in the league at the moment. I think the Hawks and the Celtics are scoring more, um, just a tick more because they've had just some high-scoring games, of course. But the Mavs, at least, look, it's it's encouraging that they can score this much even without Kyrie. And to pull a win out their ass against Chicago, I just don't think you can read much into anything anyone does against Chicago because the next one is Chicago are bad, right, Jim? Yeah, nah, yes. God, they're horrible. They are absolutely fucking atrocious. That team is so hard to watch. They are so weirdly badly coached and it feels like they just have zero direction, zero coherency, and like game in, game out, you have no idea what the fuck's going to happen with them. So, yeah, you could say that I'm down on Chicago. (laughs) Is it time to panic about Miami? Yeah, nah. It's getting there. One and four is a big hole. I mean, they've seen worse, but losing four straight, not a not a great one. The worst part, I think, for me, for the Heat, watching them against Brooklyn today is that, like, 
what's the improvement going to come from? Is it simply like the idea that, oh, it's going to be okay. We've got like internal improvement because what are you going to do? Trade for something? What are you, you going to package those assets that you're going to trade for Dame and go get somebody else? Looks a bit dire. Just saying. Uh, what about the Bucks? Are you a bit worried that they have the worst defense in the NBA? Yeah, nah. Yeah, a little. Because if you're not stopping anybody and giving up 122 points a game, it's uh, not very good, bro. It's not very good, eh? Yeah, it's pretty fucked, in fact. So I think it's a combination of things I worry. Actually, Matt Bellson in this uh, good message, what the Bucks is going on? Dame time is stinking up. In fact, they all are. Amazing given how highly touted they've been. Malik Beasley top scoring is just egregious given their lineup. Yeah, nah, yeah. I think what this speaks to me more about is just the simple idea that you've also got a new coach and you've got a superstar who's being incorporated. They looked fucking awesome game one, obviously, and sort of they're going to look rocky at times. They beat the piss out of the heat. They got smashed by the Hawks. They got smashed by the Raptors today. This is what happens if you can't play fucking defense, right? It's very easy. Like, if Chris Middleton was still alive, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't allow this to happen. Anyway, uh, what do we got? Do we have an unpopular opinion of the day? I don't think we've got that drop. I don't think we do. Uh, hey, you know what the Warriors should probably do right now? It's trade Clay Thompson. That's right. It's also our back takeouts. That's right. It's Thursday. And our back, you know what that means? Oh, yeah. Icy, cold. No, that's Friday. Two for one, blooming onions. <laughs> that's right. Play the song as well while we do it. Two for one, blooming onions only at Outback. No prick in Australia knows what the fuck this thing is. What is it? Some sort of deep fried onion that's turned into a flower? What the fuck are you creeps on about? Anyway, two for one. Only at Outback. And today's Flame Grilled Take is, that's right, the Warriors should trade Clay Thompson right now. He's an expiring contract. He wants a big new money deal. The Warriors can't afford it. You know what they should do? He just won the game for them. Go, thanks for your uh, help there, Clay. Appreciate it. Now on your bike, we need to play Moses Moody, Moody, Moses, Moses Moody a little bit more. Only at Outback. To be honest, I kind of half believe this. Because... You don't want to trade a bloke after he's hit a game winner for you. But when's his value going to be higher? Never. It's like, look, see, he can still do it. Foist him onto some unsuspecting dipshit of a team, Philadelphia, and you'll be laughing. There you go. Only at Outback. All right, the Australian Player Watch. We don't have the uh, backing music in here for that one, but uh, Australian Player Watch today. Box Hill, Benny against Miami. Had the four points, 11 rebounds, five assists, as mentioned. Two or five from the floor. Oh, or two from the free throw line. Thanks for that, Benny. Doing great. One block, four turnovers. Not a great game, but still just showed enough where you're like, you can put the clamps on, folks. I'm enjoying it. It's not bad. Uh, the mop top mumba, the wheat picks kid, Josh Giddy against New Orleans. He had 15 points on 16 shots. He hit six of them. Uh, one of four from downtown. Nine rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block and two turnovers. Wasn't the best Josh Giddy game. The slob wizard. Fuck, people are loving that one. Oh, <laughs> slob wizard, I get it. That's great. It's like, all right. Sure. <laughs> I prefer the wheat picks kid. Uh, Patty Thrills. Quinn Snyder hates Aussies, not named Joe Ingles. Because uh, Paddy Mills, in a game that they're up by 21 in the fourth quarter, did not get out there. 
with another did not play. Coach's decision. The Rooster was back, though. Rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, Landau. Up against Charlotte, he's back. Love that. He had four points. He shot one of seven. Look, the range will come. It's okay. 0 of three from downtown. Five rebounds, an assist to steal, and a block as well. Not bloody bad. Uh, the two Mavericks, Josh Greeny Green against Chicago, three points. He went one of five, all of which were from downtown. He had three rebounds, an assist, and two turnovers. Not bad. Dante Sexum up Exum, 10 minutes. He had two points, one of three from the floor. Two rebounds and a steal. He looked good, though. He looks fast. Looks fast and strong. Dante Sexum up. Dyson Daniels in that same game against the Slob Wizard. He had played 25 minutes, did the vacuum. Eight points, 10 shots. Three, three a 10 shot. One of six from three. God, I'd love just to see a couple of Dyson Daniels breakout games. I'm starting to get worried. He's still young. It's fine. But just, we need the absolute just like pop off Dyson Daniels games every so often just to keep the home fires stoked. Uh, four rebounds, one assist, one steal, two blocks for Dyson. He is the vacuum. And Aussie Matty T gets the Pistons, played 17 minutes. He went 0 for, 0 for three, all of which were from downtown. A rebound and assist and a steal as well. Uh, and that's it. Good stuff. Right, what about a great moment in NBA Australia stat history? Great moments in NBA Australia stat history. <laughs> that's right, great moments in NBA Australia stat history. I don't think I've got the old-timey. Oh, I do have the old-timey. Let's play it. Do, 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 do. Yeah, nice one. Back in uh, 1996, 19 diggity six. Guess who made their NBA debut? That's right. On this day in 1996, Shane the Hammer Heel made his NBA debut for your Minnesota Timberwolves. That's right. In a four-point win over the San Antonio Bandera Spurs, 82-78, Shane Heel debuted and played 24 seconds. (laughs) But amazingly, he played against Dominique Wilkins. When Dominique was on the Spurs. How crazy is that? A couple of other coaches were on that team as well for the Spurs. Monty Williams, Avery Johnson, Vinny Del Negro. Uh, who was on Hammer's team at that point? That was Marbury, Garnett, Googs, Tom Gugliotta, the immortal Doug West, Stjoko Vrankovic. Ah, oh, what a time. What a time to be alive. And it was good times as well. 24 seconds. He didn't bother the scorers, obviously. You would have thought that Hammer would chuck up at least a couple of threes in 24 seconds, but he didn't get a chance. So, Great moment, though, for Hammer to go out there and after Lucian and Gazy get out there and be an Aussie out on NBA court, having tried to punch on with uh, Charles Barkley and everybody. Love that. Bloody good, isn't it? All right. Nice one. Happy days. Let's do a bit of the Paddy Mills Game Day Baller. Game Day. Twitter. Check in if I have a song to play underneath it. Uh, I do not. So let's just play a bit of this one again. All right. The Penny Mills Game Day Ball Game Day Twitter check in. Let's just see maybe if Simo has actually done something again because it's probably much more likely. Yeah, he's gone and posted. Oh, Nets win 109, 105. He's reposted the Nets. Gritty W. The Dorian Finney Smith picture. And there's that sick block that he had which was V-nice. Good defense leads to good offense. Cutting through the lane. Skadoosh kicks it out. Three ball. Bang. Corner pocket. Um, it's very nice. It's very good, actually. Good stuff. On you, Simo. Enjoyed that. All right. 
Let's do some game previews before we get the fuck out of here. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jim. How's it all going? Oh, yeah. It's all right. Just very busy, you know? Sick dog, two kids, old mate, always staring daggers at me. <laughs> nah, she's great. Uh, what do we do today? We actually smashed the picks in the end. I was getting a bit worried there for a minute because uh, they were looking like they were going to go absolutely fucking pear-shaped. If I bring up the picks spreadsheet, switch to the tab. Uh, we went 8 of 13, I think, in the end. Because we nailed the Lakers minus two and a half. We had Sacramento plus seven and a half. We had Utah minus two and a half. Dallas minus four and a half. Minnesota plus two and a half. One of my favorite picks. I nailed that. Uh, did not nail Charlotte in Houston plus two and a half. Uh, ooh, that's a wrong one. Actually, no, I've gone seven of 13 because I gave myself a W for a game that was not a win. Uh, I did not pick OKC minus three and a half because that did not win. I did pick Cleveland in yesterday's show. I did pick Indy. That was very wrong. I did pick Washington. That was wrong. And Milwaukee and Portland were wrong as well. So there's your... Uh, but 7-13, I'll take that against the line. Fuck yeah. All right, tomorrow, though, we have awesome, awesome games. Toronto at Philly. Boy, does Joel Embiid hate Toronto. Look for him to go massive in this one. Toronto on a back-to-back. Uh, Philly are eight-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I actually will take Philly minus eight-and-a-half. I think they, well, it does feel like Toronto could make them work. Maybe Toronto plus eight and a half. Let's see. Yeah, I believe in you, Toronto. Look, Toronto would have back to like, fuck, they look good today in beating Milwaukee. Philly should win that at home, but it would be a classic shitty Philly game where it's like they should be up by like 17. They're only up by like seven. And that's like they win by four. <laughs> New Orleans on a back-to-back. They host the Detroit Basketball Pistons also on a back-to-back. I like the Pelicans. It's a big number, though, seven and a half points. What are we doing here? That is it's a lot, but they should, should kick the crap out of Detroit. They've got way more talent. But it's a big number. Ah, fuck. I'll just go New Orleans minus seven and a half. Unless... That is going to be, we're going to say uh, minus seven and a half. We'll go New Orleans if Zion plays. If he doesn't, I'm going to go uh, Detroit plus seven and a half. Orlando, they are half point underdogs in Utah. I'm going to go Orlando plus a half point there. They won those, well, they lost those two back to back games in LA. It's a long, long road trip to start the season for uh, Orlando, but I think they'll be too good for Utah coming off a of back to back. Utah, like, Got in, obviously, a bit of rest against Memphis. Ends up being a bit of fucking cardio against the Grizzlies. But Orlando, Franz, and Palo Bancaro, look, been pretty rough. Those two games against the Lakers and Clippers, going to need to see a bit of a bounce back from the Magic, man. I think they can do it. I'm going to take the Magic plus a half point. And then you've got San Antonio Phoenix Redux. They literally played this yesterday with Wembenyama. Destroying Drew Banks and KD in turn. Well, KD destroyed Wembenyama first. Then Wemby came back and just put Drew Banks in the fucking crust on the planet. Phoenix also coughed up a big fucking lead because they don't have a point guard. It seems problematic. Uh, the Spurs, however, look, I think this is a bit of a, oh, God, what have we what have we done to ourselves? So I'm going to go Phoenix minus eight and a half. I think they turn around and beat the piss out of them tomorrow. And that should be very, very fun. Didn't I say there was four games? Did I just delete one? Yeah, I did. What the fuck? 
<laughs> Jesus. Don't put me in charge of the spreadsheet. Anyway, we'll go Phoenix minus eight and a half. So Phoenix minus eight and a half over the Spurs. We'll go Orlando plus a half point. New Orleans minus seven and a half and Toronto plus eight and a half. And that should be pretty good. And that is it for today, you little ripper. Good times. Smash through that one. It was a lot of games, but anyway, good times, great memories. Just NBA Australia with Jim. All right, that's it for today. Back tomorrow for a Friday show. Set you up for the weekend. Wrap up those games as well. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IG. We're all over the socials. You know that. Check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. Good show this week, actually. He and I smashed through that one. It was a good week to talk NFL. Uh, Check us a rating review on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you use on your Android phone. It does help. That's all I ask. Rating and review it. Off you go. Give it a star. It's actually really hard to figure out how to do stars on Spotify, but it can be done, so dig into it. Uh, Get around nbastro.com slash shop. Get your merch. Get your merch. And uh, big thanks to From Oslo for the intro, intro and outro song as well as House Hats. Uh, their album, Running Out of Time, is an absolute belter. Big thanks also go to Joshua Delorentis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands, and so should you. All right, that's it for today. No skit because i got to get the fuck out of here. I'm in the uh, work studio and it's already late. So we will catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? How good is basketball? And later, hosen. Hosen.